This is Together 24-7, episode 76. So before we start the episode, Catherine, I wanted to talk to our listeners about what we do that we're together 24-7. People ask us all the time, how are you together 24-7? What do you do? What do we do that doesn't cause me to kill you? And me to kill you. Uh, Not so much that. But seriously, folks, we coach and we help people who want to, couples who want to be together 24-7, who want to create a business with each other because we've been doing it successfully since 2003. And we, we work with you to create a plan. And to come up with rules in your business. To have a division of labor to figure out who does what and where your strengths and weaknesses are. And really important, we teach you how to not to push each other's buttons. So if you'd like to utilize our services, if you're thinking about going into business with your spouse or significant other, if you're exploring what businesses to do, or if you're in business with each other and you need to get to that next level and some personal stuff is getting in the way, let's sit down with you. We do a free consultation and then we can figure out whether or not our services are right for you. So Go to the website or give us a call at 602-399-7430. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Barry. You're my co-host. I'm your co-host, and you're my co-host. I am. I'm very happy to be. Who's the main co-host? That that would be me. Why you? Uh, I'm better looking. I'm funnier. I'm smarter. No, 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 no. You are the abbot to my Costello. I'm the abbot to your Costello. Tell us why we're here today. We're, it's the same reason why we're here every day. We're no, interview- every other day. Every other every day. Monday. Every Monday. Um, so we're we're interviewing uh, two guests that uh, we, we were, that's what we normally do. That's what we normally do, and uh, we were going to interview them in September, and we're going to find out why we're interviewing them now uh, into 2016. Serafina Palandek and Jennifer Johnson of Hip Chick Farms. Hi. Hello. Hello there. Welcome. And I'm very Thank excited you. to be here. Yeah, very happy to be here. Very, uh, I'm very happy you guys are here, and we'll and we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, I, once again, we have celebrities. It's, <laughs> it's exciting because like we're no, getting you're all the these celebrities, not us. We're getting all these. No, no, no. We were not on TV. We did not have to hang out with uh, uh, with with Uncle Jack and Willie uh, D. Willie D. from Uncle Jack's. Um, and you guys were on Food Fortunes. We were, yeah. and yeah, guys we were got. And, and well, that's how, that's how we found them. That's how we found them, right? Because we watch, we, so we watch Shark Tank and we watch Food Fortunes because they're very, very good shows. They're yeah. extremely so, informative. So much business knowledge is imparted on those shows; people don't realize it. That's right. Yeah. That's really. right. Yeah, they. I was I was really impressed with. It's not. It wasn't just a show and tell. I mean, these guys were the real deal. It was. It was pretty cool. And of course, and we hung in there pretty tight. You did, and and of course we see about thirty seconds of your, right. of of your of your mainstay. How nerve wracking is that? I I thought I pee peed in my pants, but it was just sweat rolling <laughs> down my entire body. It was awful. It was I mean not awful, but I was just like literally melting. The lights, the adrenaline. It was not. It was great fun, though. Everyone was super supportive and sweet and very super encouraging. 
we brought in live chickens. Um, we just really, we, we pulled out all the stops for this one. Very good. Very good. And you got a deal and, and, and now that that helps out with your business and we'll talk a little bit about that, but the company name is hip chick farms. I know you can find them at whole foods cause that's where we get it. Uh, hip chick, hip chick farms. Say that five times I fast. Won't. Is, a natu- <laughs> is a natural foods company. They have delicious, 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 um, chicken. I mean, that's just the only way to describe it. You guys have been together for seven years. You're married. You have a five and a half year old daughter. Five and a half. Five and a half. Yes. <laughs> I remember we had Barry's nephew here and, and we said, Matthew, how old are you? Five and a half. No, he was yeah. five and three quarters. Oh, oh, right. He was five and three quarters. The next month he was going to be, <laughs> the next month he was going to be six. So it was yeah. very exciting for him. Um, I know, I remember from the show, you're, your daughter had something to do with the, with the whole creation of the company. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, actually, um, where I work in San Francisco, there's a Montessori school, so I cook for children every day for 15 years, going on 16 years at this um, at the family, and um, and so that's where the chicken finger kind of started. And then, of course, Ruby Rose was super excited. She has them for breakfast. She's, she loves them so much. Um, yeah, she's our taster, taste tester. Right. True blue. Um, so right from there, that's, uh, it, and, and that's pretty cool. Cause one of the questions that we ask is, are the children involved in the business? And yes, in fact, they, in fact, she is. Tasting oh, definitely. The food. She'll be at, when I do demos at Whole Foods, she'll be under the table coloring, she comes with us on all of our adventures. And then you see this hand come up from under the table, grab a finger, and go back under. Yeah. <laughs> How can I get that job? That's right. That's a, that's a, that's a darn good job. So yeah. tell us a little bit um, about how you guys met. You uh, Well, let me take a step back. Okay. Um, so Serafina, you spent, as you were just talking about, uh, 15 years producing large-scale catered entertainment and fundraising as the managing director of M. Z-A events. It's pronounced Mza. Mza. Mza <laughs> events. Uh, you're the owner of Tugboat Events, uh, a production and consulting firm serving primarily nonprofit clients. So you've been in the catering industry, the food industry for a while. And Jennifer, you've been in the food industry for a while as well. Mm-hmm. You, 15 years, executive chef for a high network worth family. If I could talk... You're doing really I good know. today. If I could talk, this would make my job so much easier. Sometimes your tongue just gets in the way. I know, know I know. Yeah. Private school uh, that, the, that this family operates, and that would be the Montessori School. Ten years as the chef at well-known local foods pioneer. I'm not even... Shays, and then the next... Is that Parisi? I see. Panisse. Paris. Panisse. That's an Panisse. N, Catherine. That's an N. You don't have your glasses Chez on. Chez Panisse, Alice Waters uh, restaurant, Chez Panisse in Berkeley, California. Chez Panisse in Berkeley, California. Yes. I probably should have put my glasses on before <laughs> we started the show. Always, always helps. Always I, helps. I do, I do have one question because reading the bio, I don't know if this was a typo or it's a, a title that I'm not aware of. Jennifer, you said you were CCO. Is that yeah. what is yeah. CCO? Chief Creative Officer. Ah. You owe me five dollars. I said, oh. Chief Creative Officer, you owe me or, five bucks, baby. When we started, it was a quarter. Chief, no, it wasn't. Chief Chef Officer. I, I don't know. I like I like Chief Chef Officer. Well, that's because yeah. you. That's because then I don't win the bet. Exactly. No way. No way. I'm not giving you five dollars. So tell me how you guys met and how you uh, created the company. Sure. So um, about we met, um, I don't know, about eight years ago. 
I actually was, um, a friend of mine came over one day and she said, so one of my dearest friends, we had gone to college together and she, she actually works for us now at the company, but she had said last night I was out and I met the person that you're going to marry. And at the time I was in a relationship with somebody else and I said, Oh, you know, don't be rude. I'm in a relationship. You know, that's, that's don't silly. Be disrespectful. Don't be disrespectful. So months go by, three months go by, the relationship I'm in is very, goes, you know, down the tubes. And I go out with this, this very good friend of mine, Maria, we go out one night and with a group of friends and I meet Jen and Jen and I just immediately hit it off. It was just, um, I, I've never experienced anything like it and hope I never do again, but it was, yeah, right? um, it was just, we were just immediately connected and it was so intense and amazing and wonderful. And at the end of the night, when we were dropping her off, my friend Maria suddenly remembered that Jen was the one she had met three months ago and had told me that, you know, that she was the one for me. Mm-hmm. So Maria said, Oh my God, Serafina, that's the one. And I looked at Jen and I said, Oh my gosh, you're the one. You're the one. Give I have a boyfriend at the time I had a boyfriend. I said, I have a boyfriend. Give me a week. <laughs> and um and I went home and we've been together. We broke up broke up with that boyfriend and then we've been together literally every day since then. Yeah. Can I go there, Catherine? <laughs> Can might, I please go there? You might as well. He's gonna get rude, ladies, so go ahead. <laughs> so oh boy, you, you, said, you said you said I have a boyfriend. Give me a week. It does. Okay. How can I put, I'm not going to be politically correct. Cause we're just having fun here. Does it take a week to switch teams? Oh, no, 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 no. It wasn't, it wasn't, it had nothing to do with that whatsoever. Serafina is, Serafina is, um, uh, it's very open-minded, super fluid, wonderfully evolved human being. Yeah. I wasn't straight before that. It was just, no. the, it was just at that moment in time I was dating somebody, um, that was male. I, I hope you know I'm just having fun with you. Yes. Okay. It was, it was, We're used to it. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, uh, but even if I had been, it didn't matter. Like what, what happened matter, was that yeah. we fell in love and uh, we just immediately were, you know, it was just that thing. Like we were together every day since then. And then, and we've always, I think that something that, uh, happens between us is that we kind of always want the exact same thing. So we make decisions really easily together. Mm-hmm. Um, we both knew that we wanted to get married and have a family and have children. And we did that um, as pretty much right. We were only, we were we only, we'd only met, we'd only known each other for three months before we got engaged and then uh, got married, had our daughter. And pretty much immediately after having our daughter, we were living in San Francisco and uh, we lived in a little tiny house in San Francisco, as San Franciscans do, and there was no yard or access, really out to, access to outdoors. So we really wanted to move. We wanted to move to the country. So we um, started looking in the you know Northern California area, and we fell in love with this little rundown 1970s ranch uh, in Sebastopol. And against the better, like against the advice of pretty much everybody we knew, we bought the farm and moved up there when Ruiz was uh, about six months old. You might want to phrase that differently. You don't want to tell people you bought, bought the, the farm. farm, but they did buy the farm. 
They literally bought the farm. <laughs> they purchased a farm, not unlike what we did. We well, we made it into a farm, but anyway, and uh, not unlike us. We just, I just decided after three months that uh, yeah, you, you were good enough, and so I was going to marry you. So oh, there you go. She's just seeing if anybody better comes along, and as she's found out for the past twenty years, there is nobody better. <laughs> so far, so far, so good. So. Um, you, you touched on this a little bit, the reason why you're in business together, how you guys make decisions easily and quickly because you're on the same page. But tell us a little bit more about how you decided, hey, we, I want to start this. We want to start this business. And I think we could do this together. Sure. Yeah. So so we bought the farm. We were you know, raising our daughter. Really, we wanted her to grow up knowing where her food came from, raising animals. We adopted like immediately adopted like 30 rescue, 40 plus animals, 40, yeah, rescue, a million rescue animals. And, um, and we sat down and talked about like, Hey, what's next for us as a family? You know, we want to be together. Like the most important thing to us is to be together. And, uh, so we wanted to figure out how we can make a future for ourselves together as a family living the way we wanted to live. So we thought, you know, everybody loves these chicken fingers that Jen makes. So we thought, let's take her beautiful recipes and make a really clean, transparent product. Like every kid loves a chicken nugget, but every parent's suspicious of a chicken nugget. So we wanted to make an alternative that was beautifully made, well-sourced, no preservatives, no fillers, organic, humanely raised. Um, but but the really the, the driving force behind that is it's twofold, right? One is our belief in that particular we believe very much in the sustainable and humane um ethics behind our business but um i think more importantly is that we wanted to be together so that's those are really great reasons and um as barry and i said earlier we do eat the product and it is organic and it is all natural no beyond all natural it is organic and you know when things are organic you've got that you know raising the animal correctly uh raising the animal humanely and no crap. Uh, and no crap. And um, say our chickens only have one bad day. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've only got one bad day. But they can't tell anyone about it, so it's okay. So, but you know, it's it's so true because so many people out there, and and uh, there's a celeb company that I always gets me uh, that is supposed to be natural and everything. And you look, and it's chock full of chemicals. And we've looked at your product, and it's all clean, all beautiful. Feed this to yourself. Feed this to your kids, guys, because it's all clean and beautiful and natural and and lovely. Well, people don't understand that what that chicken is getting, what that pork is getting, the, the antibiotics, all the filler, the, whatever, all that crap that those animals are getting, that you're going to eventually be eating. So, you know, that's that doesn't translate well, you know, when you're feeding your children and or yourselves. You know, you don't want to eat all that nasty stuff they put in their animals to get them bigger and plumper and... That's right. All that stuff. And also, you know, just a quality of life, you know, and in fact, the more people that buy organic food, the more accessible it's going to be for everybody across the board, you know? Very true. Very true. So tell us a little bit about the division of labor. Who does what and how did you guys come to that conclusion? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's super important to us. And it's been a learning process, you know, because when we started, I wanted Jen's input on every single decision. And that didn't work. So I just don't, I, my brain doesn't work like. We have very different skill sets. Yes. So she's absolutely the creative and quality side of it. So she does the recipes, works with the co-packers. I, I have, I don't have a palate. 
I would say it just tastes good. Everything tastes good. Add more salt. So Jen has a very refined palate. So uh, she's the creative side of it and the quality control. And then I'm the sales and marketing side of it. So you're so uh, so you're more of the. I'm more of the business. You're like more I, the business people person, and and not to say that 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 Jennifer isn't Jen isn't, but you're oh, you're no, more I, of the. I have the oh, you okay. I'm ADD. No, I am definitely, and most chefs are. Um, I'm definitely more uh, the uh, the sensual side of the company. Yeah, so I'm more of the financial. This, you know, I work with our grocery accounts. I, I also know. work full time, so I'm not as accessible. It's uh, you know I'm not as available as um, you know I'd like to be. Sure, sure. And now um, the reason why we didn't interview you guys in September is because Jen mm-hmm. had a health challenge, and uh, Barry and I have been through this. We were through this. It's going to be ten years, uh, but you're running a business. And you get a diagnosis, and then you've got to go through the rigmarole of getting rid of uh, what has happened to you, what uh, what your body has decided to throw at you. Going here, catch! Right. Tell us a little bit about that. That going through that, being a couple, going through that, and being business partners and going through that, and and how did you work through it? Yeah. Well, let's see. So I was on, so we, you know, we have a young, a young child, um, and we don't have any family nearby. So we, I was out in, um, New York doing a bunch of, um, demos at Whole Foods in New York city. And, uh, Jen had been having a, basically had had a sore throat for a while. uh, Not even a big deal actually, but it's a little swallowing sensation that wasn't uh that i hadn't really experienced before so it was a little disconcerting but i kind of let it go and then it would kind of come and go and then uh i uh um went to the doctor i thought you know i I might as well just check this out and um so um oh i'm at out at ucsf and they get you in there and boom 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 um i I had an endoscopy um and then i had a, a ultrasound and then they found a they found cancer on my thyroid. So, um, it was stage two and, uh, we went in and saw the, um, oncologist and so, yeah, so she got her diagnosis. Um, and you know, we kind of just shocking dropped everything to take care of her and, um, while keeping, you know, while keeping all the other balls up in the air. Um, and thank God it was what it was because it was treatable. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's the, the cancer that, that is on the thyroid that came out. So the whole thyroid was taken out. Um, and then therefore the cancer was taken out. Um, there was a few lymph nodes, but they felt like I didn't need the iodine radiation post surgery. So, yeah. So basically like it was, uh, and there's no more, I had just had a PET scan, no more cancer in my thank body. Goodness. Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Absolutely. It was definitely it was a, really uh, stressful. Yeah, Very it was stressful. super scary and super unclear because there, there, she kept getting these additional diagnoses that we didn't understand, and there were complications, and yeah. uh, it's, we're still going through some of that. So there was, for me, there was a lot of uncertainty um, while we were moving through. You know, while we're simultaneously running our business and raising our daughter and having our farm, there's a lot going on simultaneously. But I. 
I really feel like when we got that PET scan, when she got the all clear PET scan, it was on Christmas Eve. How wonderful. I'm going to like start crying just talking about it, but it was really like, it was almost like what we went, what we went through together of like, it, it just crystallizes things down, you know, any challenges we've had in the business or with health issues, it crystallizes things down to like, what's the most important thing, which is our love, our love and, and, and our family. That's right. And it's regardless of anything, else, it, it, it put things in perspective around the business of like, we're going to do the best we can. And then we're going to let go of the results because ultimately we don't have control over those things. Yeah. And like, there has been times when like, we have, we have literally taken out a second mortgage on our farm to support our business. And there's been times when it looked like we were really close to losing our business. And it was kind of the same losing outcome, losing our home. And it was, I'm sorry, losing our home, not our business. And it was kind of the same, the same thing of like, I'm almost grateful we went through that because it gave us like, if we had never taken these big risks or gone through these terrible circumstances of, of Jen's health scare, um, it's almost like it was a gift in a way because it, it showed to me like how much I can rely on her and how much she can rely on me. I, I don't know if that makes any it, sense. It, it absolutely does. And it's weird for anybody in our listening audience that, you know, you're blessed enough, you're fortunate enough not to have to go through a health challenge or anything like that. But it's, you do get to see the, the silver lining and you're like, okay, this is what's important. So I advise everybody out there, number one, if something looks weird, feels weird, seems weird, if you just get a weird feeling in your stomach, like, oh, I don't like this, see your doctor, just make sure, keep yourself yeah. healthy. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and the other thing is prioritize now. I mean, really look at your spouse, um, significant other, whatever, and just decide what's most important. You know, what really is most important? And that's, you know, for you guys, for Barry and I, for so many people out there, it's just being together is most important. And then everything else falls into place. And I think also you got to go in with a positive attitude. Absolutely. If you go in there doom and gloom, um, you know, healing takes longer. Well, when you have cancer, you have you your 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 attitude, mood, whatever it goes. It, it is like it's schizophrenic. Yep. It's schizophrenic. Uh, just so sad. Feel sorry for yourself. I'm positive. I'm gonna kick this thing. I mean, it's just all over the all over the map. It's craziness. That's right. But I agree. But I mean, and I think that's one of been one of the like driving philosophies of our business is like we always say yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think that that carries into all of the rest of our life is like just stay positive. Like it's all gonna work out. And I really, really believe that. And even if it doesn't, it's still okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, an example of that, when Catherine was going in for her surgery, you remember the shirt you wore? Oh, yes. We made a shirt. It said, what did it say? Dear Cancer, please, please get, get the F bleep. out of my body. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Love us. Oh, my God. That's, That's right. Awesome. So, so are you, what's your health status? Oh, 10 years, cancer-free. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, yeah, you know. Kicked I was its like, butt. Yeah. Hi. Thanks for yeah. coming. Glad you showed me the lesson. Now get the hell out of here. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. So let, let's let's move on a little bit and have a little bit more fun. Let's get off the serious topic. Well, it's still a serious <laughs> topic, but have a little more fun. Through your entrepreneurial careers together, tell us what your biggest disagreement has been business-wise and how you work through it. 
And it could be a fight argument, ninja warriors, uh, swords, anything. You just, you're wanting blood. I am. Every time you nobody gives me, I want, nobody <laughs> says, hey, I threw dishes, I took a knife. No one gives me it's that. It's not me. Not everybody out well, there is me. But go ahead, ladies. Oh, no, we've had plenty. Yeah. We've had plenty of, of arguments. Certainly. Well, do, does anyone really stick, stand out? I think more parenting than about the business. <laughs> but, but we want to hear about the business. I mean, I know, that's, I know. yeah. So does any stand out that was like really a turning point for you and you and then you work through it and figure it out from there how not to have it happen again? Serafina is she re- I'm sorry, you're just not going to get the blood and gut. Serafina really lets me do my thing and I really 100% let her do her thing. Mm-hmm. So there really hasn't been any kind of cross, you know, crossing of the whatever, you know, we I think that I think that the only thing we like can disagree about is our communication styles. So that's sometimes challenging. Sometimes Serafina Serafina is so hyper focused, and I'm so kind of all over the map that she can kind of talk in a way that I'm like, oh, I'm, I get too bossy. Just yeah, a little down. bossy. I'm too bossy. bossy. So I I say, you know, you know, I'm whatever. So I mean, I think it's a challenge, right? If you're married and you're running a business together, yes. like yeah. I'm used to being the boss. Right. So then not being the boss with your uh, partner, it, I have to take I have to take things down a notch. So I think that's something yeah. we've definitely had a challenge with. Yeah. I, I like how it went from we don't really have anything like that. So <laughs> yeah. it, it builds. Some, there's always something. I mean, there's you know, there's there, there is. Yeah. It's, it's not all sunshine and roses. Catherine people. knows what it's like to go from the boss at business to going to the boss at home. Oh, yeah, wait. Never mind. Yeah. Never, never mind. So uh, do you guys. <laughs> Um, Jen, do you have a, 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 a way of sort of saying, um, you're being bossy um, without saying, um, I am very, very sensitive. Um, and so this, I've definitely grown a thicker skin. Um, but when I'm feeling a little like, um, not disrespected, but talked down to, I'll say that. Can like that kind of hurts my feelings. Can we like kind of restructure this and you know? And and you know when we're saying that just so that our our, our listening audience again, you know, it, you've got to figure out something. You can't let it. You can't let it just you know sit there and and build and build and build until you just explode. Yeah, you've got to figure out a way of you know without hurting the other person or you know without being rude or whatever to them everybody figures it out and that's and that's why we ask the question so people who are just starting out in business together can say okay we won't be the only ones and there are ways of working through it well and yeah, i, I mean, also know that my for my uh my uh communication is lacking well i think that i mean in, in the kitchen she's the boss right so yeah, we're sure. both bosses and so I think that, that there, yeah, we both have we both have very strong personalities, and uh, we're both used to being the boss, so there can be conflict there. So I think that there's it's been a process of um, adjusting our expectations to what each other is capable of, you know. And then when those when those expectations are adjusted, it makes it easier to accept each other for like what our skills are versus like what we want them to be. You know what I mean? It was was really, it was pretty tough the first year or two and it's gotten much better. But we also had like a six month old when we started. So it was pretty hard there too. Yeah. Well, you know, it, 
it takes time to figure it all out. It really does. You know, and Catherine and I started in 2003. We didn't figure it out. We were both doing everything and stepping on each other's toes till we figured out what each other's strengths are. And then we went from there. Right. Just don't give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't give up. There's no option. Yeah. So let's, let's go to the flip side of the disagreement and tell me some of the joys you guys experience being together 24 seven. Oh my gosh. We have so much fun. Yeah. We always, we always, if, if it's work, like we just went back East uh, last summer, we turned it into this really super work slash vacation going out to P town. Um, if we're in LA, we're working hard. Then we uh, go off to Disneyland for a day or two. So we always um, have fun wherever we go or whatever we do. Yeah, we have a really good time together. And she, um, Jen's, so like even though she says she doesn't like to be in front of the public, she's like so good in front of the public. So no, yeah, no. <laughs> we we see that often where where one of the partners says I'm shy. I don't like to be in front of the mic or the camera, and they're the loudest ones. Yeah. Oh, definitely. In front of the public. Yeah. Especially after a couple bourbons, then I'm really the star of the show. <laughs> well, that'll get anybody up and, and dancing <laughs> on the table. Let's just say we just did a TV show, and one of, at the very end, I've got, I'm smoking a cigar, I'm drinking a bourbon, I'm shooting a gun. So, nice. Yeah. Catherine is That's a this whole look. other show. <laughs> she she yeah, had this exactly. look of shock, the look of shock on her face. Yeah, just, like surprise, that's a whole other show. Yeah. So now... Tell us what you guys do to separate your family time from business time. You gave us a taste of it, but go into it a little bit, a little bit deeper. Um, well, we try, and I think that we have horses, so we're always you know, with our horses. Yeah, we have a lot of animals, so that's really good to connect to, like, be, you know, connect to the like, ground nature and yeah. be present with your animals. Like, we love being with our animals. Um, and then we try not to... Like, just a practical tip I found is that um, it's better for me to, to like, it's, it's not always good for me to talk about the business. Like, I need to create some boundaries around it, you know? So Jen will want to know certain things, and I'll be like, let's talk about it tomorrow morning or whatever. You know what I mean? So that it's not always, because I can get so stressed out thinking about the business too much. So we try and create um, times when we're not working at all. Or talking about it. Or talking about it, yeah. even. I think there's that there's that there's that great uh, you know boundary you know you're we own it you know we have this business we have our own personal life and it's like you know we got to separate yeah I think that's super important that's great that you guys have have put that into place it really is now have have either of you or both of you read any particular books that have changed your business life and that you'd like to recommend to our readers. It cannot start with Fifty Shades. <laughs> Take this job and shove it. Yeah, no. that's a good one. Yeah. No, not that I can think of. No, I'm not a big reader. You know, like I said. Okay, any movies? <laughs> yeah, you, you default yeah. to movies because you don't read books either. No, do I don't. Know? I don't. I, I if if the book is good enough, they're going to make a movie out of it. Uh-huh. That's the way I see it. No, we don't. We don't even have time. To I don't think I've gone to a movie in like seven, six years. Yeah, it's been nuts. So you haven't seen the new Star Wars? <laughs> no. Okay, no. life does not revolve around Star Wars. <laughs> we think it does, but it really it doesn't. 
sorry. Next thing you're going to tell me is there's no Easter Bunny. <laughs> we'll discuss that on Sunday. <laughs> okay, so moving right along. If, if you can give our listeners one piece of advice, what would it be? Never say no. Yeah, never take no for an answer. Yeah. You know, when we started, we um, Jen and I both knew that there was so much we didn't know, although now I realize that was an understatement. <laughs> um, but we went and took some classes, you know, on like starting a business and writing a business plan and so forth. And, uh, and we heard uh, one of the first classes, they were like, you know, 99% of you will fail. Like something, you know, the, the odds are against you. And, and especially as women, you will Especially as fail. a woman, you will definitely fail. Um, you know, very few startups succeed after a year or three years or five years or whatever it is. Um, and then we've heard that message repeated over and over again, especially in raising capital for our business. Oh, you know, that yeah. something like of all equity deals in the United States, 2.7% of the deals are done with um, our fund women-run businesses, right? So that's a phenomenally small amount. Um, so anyway, we've heard no in every possible way you can imagine. And uh, and we just, you know, what I say, I, I do do a lot of work with other um, startup folks. Um, and the thing that I just say to them over and over again is like, don't give up. Don't take no for an answer. There's always another way. And building relationships with, with people um, is ask for help. There's so many people out there willing to help. When I when we started, I literally would just call other companies that I admired and ask them for help. Like I cold, I just cold called companies. Like I cold called Amy's Kitchen. I was like, I'm starting a frozen food company. What do I do? And uh, and people are really willing to help. And Amy's is is really big. So that's. That takes a lot of guts to do something like that. I don't even know that I could. And that's wonderful that they're so willing to help. And yet, and and yet, you hear it all the time. You know, Sarafina is shameless. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I didn't think it took took courage. I was just, I just didn't know what to do. So I just started calling people and asking for help. Yeah. And that's that is fabulous, fabulous. Ex- Come on, advice. get the words out. Wow, the tongue <laughs> is really not cooperating today. <laughs> So this is going to be fun because you guys are food people, but we're going to go into the food round. Oh, cool. What is your favorite meal to cook together or the three of you cook together? Or what is your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Gosh, well, I'm spoiled rotten because Jen is the best chef in the world. Oh, stop. Um, so... <laughs> oh, stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Ruby Rose loves cooking anything at any time. Yeah. Um, You know, we're just, we love uh, steak. And so a really, uh, you know, well-cooked, I love Kobe, uh, New York, a well-cooked steak. I grill out on my grill, my little Tuscan grill. And, uh, you know, just some, um, like a mashed sweet potato and maybe some asparagus and really simple stuff. Super simple. Super, um, super simple, but you know, as long as you steak, steak, mm. right? You, you yeah. season it well and you cook it well. That's the oh term. yeah, it's the best. I think I th- the term should be cooking it correctly. Correct. Don't yeah. say cooking steak yeah, well. No, that's no, bad. That's true. <laughs> oh yes, 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 yes. No, medium rare. Yes. yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. <sighs> and and, and us, we, you know, we live out in the country. We go out. You know, if we if I go out, it's usually for a really good burger. 
Uh, I don't really like to go out and eat super fancy. Um, I kind of have to cook super fancy all the time. So uh, low, 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 a good, a really good burger is my huge treat. Sounds good. Sounds, sounds right up our alley. So we can all, we can all yeah. hang out together. Yeah, um, and a good salad, right? Oh, now you blew it. Honey, we've been, we, we, we grow food. our own. Yeah, yeah but, it's still, and, it's, but you still eat it. Yeah, it's because right. I have Last, because la- I make it. Last question from the food round. Red, white, or beer? White. Wine. Oh. Caramel. She's like whiskey. No, no, no. Caramel. That's that's perfect. We get so many different answers. We get we've gotten clear, and I'm like vodka or water. No water. (laughs) Well, we've gotten people didn't know what red or white was. We we assumed with the question, beer at the end would kind of give it away. But okay, so we've got we've got white wine and what was the caramel? Bourbon. Bourbon. White wine and bourbon. Bourbon. There you go. Nice. Good whiskey rye. I gotta. Yeah. So last year we decided to raise turkeys for the first time for Thanksgiving, and uh, we we got to they both turned out to be toms. Raised they them up. three days old, and then they yes. And then we raised them. Jen is such a sucker for these animals. She was giving them organic watermelons and everything you could think, right? And they turned into the biggest beasts you could ever imagine, like giant turkeys. Yeah. So we ended up having to uh, harvest them early, um, which. When it came down to it, me, I, so I used to be a vegetarian. I was a vegetarian for 21 years before starting a, essentially a chicken, before starting a chicken company, which I can't believe now I own a chicken company. Um, but when I started, I went out and learned how to slaughter chickens because I felt it was appropriate and like, you know, I should know what's going on here. So anyway, so we, so we raised these turkeys for Thanksgiving for ourselves. Our friends helped us slaughter them. One was for us, one was for them. And this turkey, when it was fully cleaned up and, and dressed was 40 pounds. Was wow. Whoa. Yeah. It was it, huge. I took was, a picture of it all clean, you know, all raw with all the feathers all cleaned up and then a regular turkey. And someone's like, that's a turkey and that's a small chicken. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's a, you know, yeah. that's a regular turkey and that's our turkey. It was bigger than our daughter. How does one find <laughs> a, an oven big enough to cook that? I had to butter, butter that sucker down and just like push it in with my <laughs> legs and arms and everything. So that Thanksgiving, we had 35 folks at the house. And I have to say that that was one of my favorite meals. That was, was the delicious. best turkey. Because yeah. we knew, you know, we knew it intimately and, and felt really good about how yeah. it was raised. So and, I know you guys are raising chickens, but try a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And, yeah. and see, that's where I draw the line now. I, I was raised, my, my dad would have various animals um, in New York City, various animals in the house. We had, not in the house, in, you know, in the backyard, uh, uh-huh. rabbits, and uh, I, know, I remember goat one time, uh, and, and, and he would, you know, and he would hunt, and he would do all of that stuff. I can't bring myself to do that. Like, yeah. lobster yeah. is where we draw the line. So, I it, feel you. Yeah, and and you know, and that's just everybody's preference, and that's why we were so excited about getting an egg yesterday, and and, and that's why our chickens we like to say they're for breakfast, not, not for, for dinner. dinner. So are you are you okay? Because some people get kind of freaky about the eggs. Are you okay with eating the egg? Oh gosh, yes. That's and, why we and, have them. We so we're not vegetarians. Um, you know, we we eat everything. Um, I just you know, 
the only new thing that I've got uh, that I've done since we've gotten the chickens is if we barbecue chickens in the backyard, I kind of pray that the wind goes the other way. <laughs> Tell them to look away. <laughs> look away. Look away. On them. <laughs> you know, those are not chickens I know intimately. I, I like to get them from from places that do exactly what you guys do. And, they and have, turkey they and haven't everything. been named. Yeah, they haven't been named, so I'm okay with that. And when we start raising the tilapia and the shrimp, I'm okay with killing those. Just you know, and that's just us. But you know, to whatever degree you can, you can raise your own food or eat cleanly or whatever. Do it, whatever's comfortable for you. you know, but yeah, that's, that's kind of one of the reasons I started this business too, is a platform for bringing more awareness to mainly raised animals. It's really important to us. You know, they, I think they're better for you. Not only do they taste better. Um, I think they're better for you. I, yeah, I absolutely. I believe that there's, you know, something happens physically to the animals, but that's a whole nother show. When yeah. When they're traumatized, their meat's not going to taste good. I tell you that right now. Exactly. Exactly. So let's go ahead and take a break, a little commercial break, and then we'll come back with our pet peeve of the day. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com. Together, 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there, so where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. And we're back. Catherine, tell us about our pet peeve of the day. Actually, when we started talking in the beginning, I don't remember if it was Serafina or Jennifer who had the pet peeve, but it's a really good one. Sh- we should ask them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to oh, jot down oh, which one of you was talking at the time that we talked about the pet peeve. There's Jen. It was Jen. It was. I figured it was Jen because, but because Jen has the refined palate, and Serafino, you could, you know, we could pretty much feed you anything, and you'd eat I'd it. I need cardboard. <sighs> <sighs> That's a whole other topic. So, so Jennifer, tell us what your pet peeve is. Okay, so uh, when people try the product, or or I. I when making the product, I, I, I was very, people would ask, is it, uh, can you cook it? Because it's a frozen product and you reheat it. And I said, please reheat it in the oven. Do not reheat it in the microwave or I will come to your house and I will hurt you. Uh, so that was uh, my, my pet peeve if someone heated the product in the microwave and they didn't quite understand. And I said, well, it basically just turns it into cardboard. So. It does. It well, yes. we we cook it. We don't cook it. We don't really use the microwave. No. It's evil. No, yeah. we use the microwave to to get the chill out of the maple syrup for our waffles exactly. in the morning. That, that's pretty much it. That's yeah. why we've kept the same microwave for like twenty years or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, so yeah, that's that's the that's a that's a pet peeve, and but it tastes like chicken. Comment. Yeah. 
Is that a pet peeve? It tastes like chicken? chicken? Yeah, people, whenever people try our product, they say, boy, this tastes like chicken. No, oh, really? Yeah. No, 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 Maybe that's not a pet peeve, but it's funny that it's, it's folks don't really know yeah. what chicken tastes like. You know, but that's true. Again, if you, you know, if, if... If all you know is McNuggets. Yeah, if all you know is McNuggets, you really don't know what the taste of chicken is like. I think that's almost like a compliment, I would say. It is. It's kind of a... Okay, yes. Like, oh, okay, this is this is what it tastes like. Yeah. Um, do people put the product in the microwave, even though it says not to? I yeah. know. And then they come and complain? Um, not complain, but I know they're not getting the, the quality that I put my heart and soul into that they're going to that I want them to experience, it's not, it's going to be different. That's it. It's going to alter, it's going to alter the whole DNA of the protein, you know? Yeah. It, very true. And it's a delicious product. You can wait the, however many minutes it is that you stick it in the oven and make it, you know, cook. Yeah. Through. I mean, that's even a toaster oven, even, uh, uh well, that's how we do it. I saw a pan on the stove and a little oil and get it crispy. Uh, you know, Oh, that's a good, we should try that pan yeah. oil crispy. Yeah. We'll try that next time. So guys, <laughs> Seraphina and Jennifer, thank you so much uh, for being on the show. Jennifer, I we are thrilled that everything came back clean and good. Just oh, thank you know, you. just keep staying healthy out there, and uh, you know, keep telling that cancer to f off. You know, so I, I, very I, I, nice. I, I agree, and I have. Thank you so much, Catherine and Barry. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And why don't, why don't you real quick tell our listeners how they could contact you? And we're going to put it on the show notes anyway, but in case someone's just listening and wants to get to it now, tell them how they can get in touch with you. Sure. And you can go to our website, hipchickfarms.com, or email me at serafina, S-E-R-A-F-I-N-A, at hipchickfarms.com. Dot com. Dot com. Thank you. C-H-I-C-K. Yeah. Right. And, and, you guys are in Whole Foods. I know that. Uh, just quickly run down some of the other places that you're in, and I'm sure you could find it on the website. What stores? Yeah, yeah we have a store locator on the website. We're also in all the Sprouts. Oh, good. And um, some Safeways. Um, and we are in a lot of the local small independent um, health food stores. And we're launching into Target uh, in uh, the third week in May. Oh, fantastic. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. And all the super Targets across the country. Awesome. Fabulous. Fabulous, fabulous. So, guys, thank you so much. Um, thank you for being on the show. And uh, we'll see everyone next time. We will see everyone next time. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.